Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. the production on our show so you hear whatever beat you hear is done by me just let everyone know so all the dope because someone asked about it i think the last video you posted what's that bl fan at the end so yeah right, beasy bitch <laughs> damn that should be your little thing beasy bitch bitch <laughs> the beat starts beasy bitch <laughs> That in Hip Hop album review, De La Soul and the anonymous Nobody. What you know about De La Soul, man? I don't know that much, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get into the review, make sure you go check out the Modest Media Live. It is a ringtone. Make sure you go to the Apple Store. I know we're going to have the link in the description below. Go get that also for you Android people. I'm pretty sure you got it for the Android people too? Yes, sir. We got it for everybody. If you got a smartphone, make sure you go get that ringtone. Also, make sure you go check out the Dead and Hip Hop website. Go check out our t-shirt page. Modest, you can't see it, but Modest got one of the Dead and Hip Hop shirts on there. Um, Ken got one of the shirts. These are gone though, right? They're gone? They, they, they're gone Almost, already. not yet. They, almost. See, look. You know what I'm saying? Before you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Styling on them, boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so make sure you go check out BZ's channel and go check out Mike C Town's merch page where you can get dope t-shirts like that. Cause if you don't, man, look, man, look, man, support your boys out here, man. Back to the review. De La Soul and the anonymous nobody. Alright, so. Royalty Capes, um, that's that's kind of sort of where the album starts after the Jill Scott interview, which was the up interview intro Intro it was it was pretty dope. I like the horns on Royalty Capes. You know what I'm saying? And then it goes into pain very melodic uh, Prototypical de la soul um, the first like this is something that I've been doing as of late for me when, I, when I'm reviewing projects My first listen sometimes first two listens. I don't even want to know the name of the track I don't want to I don't want I want to be surprised. You're just listening. I'm just listening I just want to hear what's gonna happen next and my first listen I was surprised to hear Snoop after my second listen and I looked at the actual track list I'm like damn they, they, they collab with a lot of people on here you know what I'm saying? That I was not anticipating at all. So the the pain joint, you know what I'm saying? I, I thought that I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. My favorite track is Property of Spitkicker.com. <coughs> and yo, I look man, if y'all watch the damn reviews, what who who was it? In in the car review, I said mm. I didn't like this artist. But God damn Rock Marcion. Rock Marciano. I said I didn't like this artist that oh, I'm about to name. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was setting it up like Donna Allen and you. Okay. Yeah, you did. You did. You did. You did. I was like a goaltender. Like like I didn't hear what he said. It was like a, I said the source. It was like an offensive goal. He got like above, like right, touched right. the ball before. Right. I don't even know what that means. I know you know. <laughs> but Rock Marciano. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it was a little extra electronic shit on his voice. 
And I know he spit gems. I know he spits gems. I always gave him credit for that. It's just, just the, don't like the style. Yes, like, don't like the style. He didn't do the, the lazy monotone thing. He, he did. He's he did. rapping different. Yeah, he, he, he was yeah. rapping different. Yep. And I was like, oh my god, who the fuck is the first? I'm like, who the yeah, fuck is this? You look at yeah. them. The, the, and when I saw it, I said, oh no, man, I'm gonna have to eat my words a little bit on the show now. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit. But now, nah, Rock Marcy, I don't know, demolish that damn mm -hmm. that damn beat. I, I like the fact that they added that little electronic shit to it because it definitely added another layer to his shit you know what i'm saying it was definitely dope then it gets to cbgbs and that was cool and then after that it, this album kind of just fell for me mm. um after after that you got lord intended snoopy's greyhound like it really like the album because again i didn't know what to expect so everybody with the running joke go ahead you know it went like this for me <laughs> And then it just dropped, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have to get on on Daylight. Sexy Bitch was okay, and then it drops back down. And then, Houdini. Nigga, 2 chains killed that shit. Damn, Mike looking at me like I'm dumb as shit. <laughs> he said, damn, Mike. Hey, look, damn, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. 2 chains came on this shit. I did not expect it. And, and he did his thing. To me, that's where it picked back up. So, so overall, man, it was like about five, six tracks on this shit, man. I was just like, come on, man, come on. Five that I would have just took off. Out of, out, of out of how many? Out of seventeen. Out of seventeen, and it was pretty long too. Did you ever like Daylight? Did you go back? I was and never. Like I went back and listened to Daylight. You know what I'm saying? Just to pay my respects. But mm -hmm. see, like th this is what I mean. Like with with, with some of these older artists that I didn't necessarily grow up with. I don't have the same connection to them. When you grow up and you're not growing up on some of the, the, the pioneers of hip hop, in particular sound, when you go back, there's no real connection there because I, I made a conscious effort to go back and mm -hmm. listen. But when it's part of that time, part of that era, and you, and you consume it at that point in time, it means more to you. Yeah. You know, like, like Daylight means more, I know, to you guys than it does to yeah, me. Because it was a movement. It was that, a movement. Yeah. And I, didn't, I wasn't <clears throat> part of that movement initially. Man, I kind of struggled with this a little bit. Um, Talk to us, Ken. This album. I'm gonna need some help because going back to what you were saying with with that connection, I think that connection is interfering mm. with this album. The funny thing is that when I first played this album, the first couple of tracks, and it was very low, so it was barely audible, but you can hear because they they had a live band, and you can hear the the bass lines and the music, and you can't really hear the words and stuff, this, that, and the other. But everything was was going right onto rock, and I'm like, damn, it's that rock, Marciano here. I'm like, damn, Daylight did that shit. So I'm just driving and driving, and then I it, it didn't like it kind of dipped off, like you said, and then it kind of picked back up again, like right around two chains, and then nosed up, and um, and I was like, wow. So I was like, hype. I was like, man, yo, I can't believe these things. They, they did it again. Um, how did they manage to do this 12 years later after the grind date? But the problem was I wasn't really paying attention to the album. <laughs> I was at kids in the background and over, you know, the wife over here, so I wasn't really listening to it. So I went back and I listened to it and I was like, and it was a different experience for me. And, you know, first part of the album is good, and then it gets Lord and Justice, which is, you know, an extremely long Lord track. Intended. Lord intended, I'm sorry. Uh, which is a long track with Justin Justice or Justin, Justin Hawkins. Hawkins? Justin Hawkins on there. And then it kind of went, because the album shifted and the sound shifted a little bit. It did. A lot. Right around that part. And I think that's what that, that's, 
uh, that see something was there for. CBGBs. CBGBs. Y'all hurt my soul right now, but go ahead. So right around there, you know, it kind of, you know, shifted and it went to that. And let me pull up the track list. Pull up the goddamn track list. <laughs> Michael over here aside. Then it went to Snoopy's, uh, Greyhounds, great story. Sex of his train wreck, draw Houdini, nosed up. Uh, you got that here in after, after an Exodus. So the more and more I listened to it, I went and read the lyrics. And I'm listening to it again, and, and i you know observing the mood shift. I understand what what kind of happened. And if anybody say that that they don't like it, I kind of understood, understand. But it kind of gets really really heavy towards the end when you hear in after talking about death and life. Exodus is talking about you know um, just really just like it's supposed to be like an outro and an intro. Um, and then there was uh, the other song, Drawn, is talking about infidelity, I believe, which I really love that song. So the, the heaviness of it, compared with the beginning of it, kind of gives you two different emotions when you listen to it, at least for me. But overall, man, when I'm, like, the more and more I've listened to this thing, and the more and more I listen to the sound of it with the live band, I gotta say, it's, it's a beautifully, it, it sounds, extremely beautiful with that band, playing the music and stuff like that. It's taking some time to get into the album because the energy and everything that I feel in the beginning didn't permeate through the rest of the album. But when I kind of separate myself from that and really start to you know, dive into what they're saying, the sounds that they're using, um, how they're experimenting with, with different things. Because you have songs where they're just, it's just, the singer, like on drawing. Overall, man, I look. I it's definitely growing on me. I think I'm at a point now where, where I do like it, and I understand like that drop off you're talking about. Um, I experienced that too when I first listened to it. But man, like when you go through and and really start to kind of just sit with it a little bit more, um, it really kind of starts to come together, at least for me. And I've struggled with this. You know, so listen you like to it? this. That's what I was about to ask. Do you like it or not? Because you started off acting like you didn't like it. Now you seem like you like it. So, did you like you it? You said it's growing on you. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> yes, you like it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, Except it, for it, the middle part. Huh? Except for the middle part. I'm starting to like the middle part. But yeah, it, it came together for me. Yeah, man. This 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 one, I guess, as a long, long time fan of De La Soul, for how many? For, 25 plus years. It really hurts me to say that I, I think I really didn't like this album that much. I did like some tracks on here. Yes, the, the, the Rock Marciano track, I thought Snoop did a great job of blending in with the production style that they had on this one. But I think like you, I think those heavy songs, I just, some of, I just wasn't getting with them. The, the uh, Lord Intended, and it wasn't enough, to me it wasn't enough daylight. I feel like out of all these tracks, I think I got like maybe it was I felt like both of them was rhyming on it maybe about maybe five or six tracks out the whole album that I felt like both yeah, of them they rhymed on most of them. Yeah. I don't know I, I think I I'm talking about when it's just them I ain't talking about the features I ain't talking about like including the features I'm just talking about just just I mean the songs with features, features had them both on it. I don't know. Yeah, it just I feel like I didn't I didn't get enough day, daylight. I got more of the features mm -hmm. than daylight themselves. That's how I felt. Like listen to I'm like. Where is, I don't hear enough plug one. I don't hear enough, like, where, what is that? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, the uh, Snoopy's, Greyhound, Sexy Bitch, Trainwreck, I just, no. and I like, and I like, I like Houdini, 
the, the hook was kind of corny, but you know, yeah, it hurts me to say I, I, this replay value of this album is like not there for me. Only a few tracks, and that's it. And I was listening to this like, dang, because I was really, and you know, they get they did a great job of getting the Kickstarter. They think they reached like 600k out of 100k. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is the Kickstarter album? Yeah, mm -hmm. they 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 like mm -hmm. five past they go five times, which was dope. I was glad to see like people was wanting this album, but man, when I listened to it, I was like, <laughs> you like hell no. Oh man, I was I was so hurt because I was like, oh. and I love De La So I, I've always loved them throughout the years, man. It's just like it hurts me to say that I, it's an album that I really. Don't really enjoy from them. I mean, I, I feel bad because it's like I, I want to love them because I, like I said, I'm a huge fan of them for years, man, for decades. You still love them, man. Just, yeah, still, not yeah it's just weird. This album just wasn't just the sound of it. The heavy songs that can't mention, I just that was just not my that wasn't that wasn't my flavor at all. I couldn't get with that particular sound from Daylight. Mm, gotcha. Oh, wow. I don't even know what to say. Da, 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 da. Yeah, man, you know you always bad clean up. Come on, clean up. I'm just like. I don't know, man. So you like the album? I, I liked it. Okay. I liked the album. Um, I don't know if I, I don't know if I believe, man. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Cause y'all depressed, like depressed me. He didn't really like it that much. B didn't like it at all. Ken took a minute for I understood that he liked it. He wasn't very enthusiastic about liking it. <laughs> it was almost like he felt like he had to. <laughs> I don't know. Leave me alone. He didn't want to have to. No, because I, I, I was actually talking to B about that same thing. It was like, I like it, but then there's this. So you're still struggling with why you like it? Is that what it is? Yeah. Because it's just a weird. Yeah, it's not yeah. It's not a typical De La album. And that's why I liked it. I feel like after 12 years, De La Soul came back and they're just like, look, we're going to make another creative album like we did fucking 20 years ago. Now, is this gonna change the game the way Three Feet High did? No. And De La Soul is dead. Yeah, De La Soul is dead or Stakes is hot. No, it's not. But at the same time, I definitely think this is a very good album. Now, I'll say this. I was shaky off that first track because I was just like, oh, this is kind of weird. It's interesting, but it's kind of weird where it was just like, well, what is it? Why is Jill Scott just talking? She's not even singing. This is weird, but Royalty Capes, I was like, there we go. These guys, man, this is De La. And I dare any little young kid to try to act like this is old man rap. This does not sound like old man rap. Like this shit. And, but the thing is, I even liked how they threw a slight shot. I don't know if it's a direct shot at Drake. Androids. Yeah, Androids yeah. re-raps on iPhones. I choked the yeah. blood off felt tips. I was like, oh, that's what I'm talking about. He said, you, you skipped over that shit, huh? I don't hear this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> now here's the thing. I totally, fully, 100% understand what y'all were saying with the drop off. Uh, and that was at uh, CBGB's. Um, which was which was a weird choice following Memory of with yeah, Pete Rock. It was like, okay, yeah, that song was dope. Mm -hmm. CBGB's, I was like, well this is, this is bizarre. So here's why I was interested in that song. CBGB's is a legendary punk club in New York City that closed down. And this is the club where like all my old favorite like punk and hardcore bands played. Mm. That's why I was like, okay, I wanna see, why are they talking about CBGBs? So when it got to that song and it kind of took that rock turn, it made sense to me. I don't know that that's gonna make sense to a lot of people though. Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah. I mean, I figure yeah. a lot of rap fans probably wouldn't, 
But when you think about back in the day, this was also a club where Beastie Boys played as their punk band before they became a hip hop group, mm -hmm. where Run DMC performed. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it made was sense during like, the era. It was all during like the, the early 80s. Which explains the song in Hollywood. Exactly, where it led into The Lord Intended, which was more of a rock type of song. It made sense, but I could see certain hip hop fans not really connecting with that and being like, well, this is kind of weird. Especially like the long solo at the end, which I thought was dope. But if you don't really like that kind of music, it's not gonna resonate with you. So it totally makes sense that y'all were just like, eh, I'm not really feeling this. And Snoopy's, I was interested in that song only because I'm not a big Talking Heads fan at all, but I was kind of interested in seeing what they did with David Byrne. And I, the reason I thought that song was dope was the competing beats. The way I figured you would actually think that was kind of interesting, the way they had the one beat for the verse, and then it completely switched, switched up. up for the hook. But they were it was almost like beats for completely different songs, but it still fit so perfectly. Sexy bitch, train wreck, drawn, even though drawn was a little, it took a minute to get into it. Um, not, so I can totally understand someone not liking that song. You love that song? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 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 not a song I think for every single person, but I like I thought it was dope too. Houdini, I thought was pretty pretty fresh with Two Chains. Um I thought the fact that Two Chains even rapped on that beat and didn't sound ridiculous. I thought that was a testament to Two Chains cuz I was like how the fuck? What is Two Chains finna do? And he said yeah. he wanted to rap on that beat. I don't oh, did he? Saw, yeah, on the interview with uh Ebro, um he said they had two chains in mind when they heard the beat, so they really? reached out to him for the wow. first. Yeah, because wow. they said two chains is spitter, so that's why he came to mind. So they reached out to him because they wanted him on the hook. Interesting. But when they sent it to two chains, and two chains heard it, he said he wanted the rap. Okay, on. that's dope. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't see that. Yeah. That's that was, actually cool. Yeah. When I heard two chains on this, all I could think of this is a college educated brother right here. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, because he, he plays he's the game so well. Yeah, he, really he sounded does. so. I was sounded like, so he sounded comfortable. Wow. Yeah. yeah, he did. He ran out of breath a little bit. If you literally listen to mm -hmm. it, but he, that ain't that ain't shitting. He he did his thing he on that fucking thing. that he beat. Did. But Rock Marciano, I thought, dropped a really really nice nice feature. And just like I was saying to you, he did not sound like Rock Marciano. He sounded like an invigorated, different Rock Marciano. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because he ain't done shit in a minute. And he maybe he wants to change his style up a little bit, but yo, when he said y'all ain't trying to see me like diamond testers, I said, nigga, what? Like you know how you test a diamond, mm -hmm. right, to see like its hardness, but a diamond is clear, right? So you can't see me, even though you're trying to test me. Mm, that is a hard one. Oh well, shit. Mike said, over my head. Oh, well, I did like where he said, um, uh, uh, snorting like a snorting like a coca leaf. Y'all suck more. No teeth. <laughs> At first I didn't get it. I was, oh, I was like, oh, okay. That was kind of that was kind of dope. I like I liked his verse a lot on that track. But I feel like Dayla themselves as rappers did not did not skip a beat. Like these dudes are still doing creative music just like they did 20 something years ago. And I think the interesting thing about this this album, the way it starts off with uh, with Genesis, where they're talking about the whole uh, you know the world needs love and all that, uh, and then it ends with Exodus, where they're talking about how important creativity and individuality and unity is. I thought the way they, they sandwiched that together was really dope, and I don't typically do the Drake thing, 
but hold on, I have to read the end part of this whole album because I honestly think it was one of the most beautiful things I've heard on a rap album in years where he says, Typically, I would just memorize this shit, but this was, I don't want to fuck this up. Saviors, heroes, nah, just common contributors, hoping that what we created inspires you to selflessly challenge and contribute. Sincerely, anonymously, nobody. Like, really, that is one of the most amazing lines I've heard in a rap album, because it's just like, we're humble, and we're just here to create music that hopefully inspires. And they're not being facetious, like, they're serious. Because that's what they did 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah. They wanted to just inspire a group of people to do something different. Even though hip-hop was not in dire straits the way some people may think it is now, that's all they wanted to do was inspire people to think differently about what they're doing as far as music goes. And they're doing that again. And I seriously want people to listen to that last song because that outro was seriously, it's one of the most beautiful pieces of work I've heard in a long time. It's, it's, it's my favorite thing on the whole fucking album. It's, like, it's not even like, it's not even rapping. It's just like when you listen to it, I'm just like, damn, this embodies what De La has always been about. But I enjoyed the album. But like, like Ken said, I totally understand people that do not because this is not a typical De La Soul album. De La Soul, man, if y'all watching, um, the, the songs I really liked, I really liked. And the ones I didn't like, it was just like. So I can appreciate the fact that you are doing something that's completely different that nobody is, you know, kind of doing. Like, I, I haven't heard an album like this, especially with so many features and, 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 and doing the, what y'all doing, the live instrumentation. It's an okay <coughs> album. It's an okay album. I'm not bumping it in the whip, though. Yeah, uh, De La, um, again, thank you for putting out the, the project and, um, I do like the album, but what I like about it is that, you know, for me it required, um, it requires really some active listening on my behalf to kind of try to understand the second half of the album when it shifts, moves. And that's what I can appreciate because it, it wasn't something that I could grasp right away like I was able to do with the first translating of the Spit Kicker. But the repeat listens, listening intently to what you guys are trying to do, I, I definitely appreciate it. Understanding that you guys went into this with nothing and came out with this. And there's still some other stuff that I gotta go back and listen to, but overall, man, I, I, I'm proud of what you guys did and I appreciate the album. Yeah, man. Hey, live, you watching. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I, I can't really say I was expecting anything because you, you guys always seem to kind of like push the envelope every time you release a new album and a new album and a new album so it's just for some reason this and I, and I usually love live instrumentation so I don't know but something about this something about this sound I just I just couldn't get with it I just couldn't not get with the sound of this album at all and yeah that's it I can't really say what you need to do because like I'm a huge fan y'all like legends in the game I love you guys so it's just I just hate that this had to be the album that I'm not gonna replay in your catalog yeah I think this is a great return uh, for De La, for you guys. Um, I hope you're watching because I really want you to know that there are people out there that you literally changed our lives when you put out music 20 years ago. You made it okay to be a fucking weirdo. And I feel like you're still making it okay in 2016 to be a weirdo. Uh, whether you're talking about fuck record labels, do the show on your own, whether you're, you're talking about putting out albums that 
embrace unity, but not in a corny way, that embrace love and promote love, but not in a corny way within an industry that really does not do that. But yeah, I don't really have shit to tell y'all. You know, I'm sure by this point you'll know that some people are gonna like it, some people are not. It's not a matter of anybody being smart or stupid, it's just a matter of taste. So keep putting music out that you guys wanna put out and we'll keep supporting it. Even the people here on the crew that did not like it, I'm sure they would still say that you guys deserve every bit of that 600K that you got. And I hope you spend it very, very well. So yes, I can't wait to hear the next album. Hope it doesn't take another 12 years.